Hello, tea bags. It's me, Heroes. Welcome to Plus Size Tea with me. It's Friday, Fearless Friday. Welcome, welcome. I hope you've enjoyed your week. I hope it's been um, motivational for you, and I hope it's been eye-opening. And if you made any mistakes, I hope you got back up and dust yourself off and going to start all over again each day that we are blessed to see the sunrise. Um, it is a new start for us, a fresh start. So hopefully um, you are not counting yourself out that you are getting up every morning, saying those affirmations um, that we talked about in the beginning of um, me coming on with this podcast. Don't forget your affirmations. And don't forget that if you fail throughout the day, you can always pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and start all over again. Nothing beats a failure but a try, okay? I just wanted to reiterate that because I know these are tough times, and I know that we're going through a lot of unprecedented things that are not normal for us, you know? And we're only human, and it's only so much we can take, but God will not put more on us than we can bear. So, with that being said, um, again, welcome to Fearless Friday, and I want to continue my love series. Remember to tune into my YouTube channel, um, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays, where I do like hot topics and national news and things like that. And here on my podcast on Anchor Spotify, I do more of like a motivational, spiritual, our self journey, self awareness type. Um, verbiage okay so that's Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays here with you guys and it's the same name plus size T and I will put everything down in the description box okay let's get started so last week we talked about now the okay so uh, lesson one was how do you know when you're in love go back and watch that and then t- part two was now that we're in love and the different ways that you can maintain your relationship without being overbearing, without being jealous, you know, making sure that you keep your identity in the relationship. All some of the uh, important components to keep your relationship thriving, healthy, fresh, and new. We talked about tips for just falling in love couples, and we also talked about on the second half we talked about tips for couples that are been in relationships seasoned couples that's been in relationships for quite some time so today i promise you i will talk about how to argue with your partner because we know that even though we may be in love even though um it may be like a fresh new love you're just not learning each other or even though you may be in a seasoned relationship we know that conflict arises. We know that we argue with one another. And that's a normal thing. Um, and uh, one thing I learned in my a previous relationship was that an argument doesn't mean you have to break up. Every time you get in an argument, it does not mean you have to break up, guys. Pack up and call the police and also call Ray Ray Dim and all that. Pookie. It does not mean that you have to do that or Becky or Todd or Roger, okay? (laughs) Um, It doesn't mean you have to do that. It means that you're having a disagreement and you have to learn to either end the 
conversation with um, c- compromising that you both have your own opinions and you're not going to agree, or either one of you has given your opinion to the point where you did sway the other person to kind of understand exactly what you're saying. And uh, a, a disagreement is all, all it is is that both parties want to be heard, okay? And you both have your 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 morals and your values or whatever that stance is that you're taking in that argument or in that discussion. And you just want to both be heard. So these are going to be some of the things that we'll learn today is, you know, how to allow the other person to speak, listening skills, listen effectively, listen to your partner, especially, um, when you're, when each person is speaking of something that's real passionate or something that they really feel that's either going wrong in the relationship or some kind of stance they're taking or some kind of, uh, of something that they want to do that's very important. Learn to listen effectively to the other person and then you give your response. And never try to blank, do the blame game and things like that. Always say what you feel. You know, I want, I, not you made me, you did. You know, that, uh, that accusation doesn't work well when you're, you know, you're supposed to be having a conversation that may get into a passionate disagreement or a passionate argument Remember, you don't have to break up every time you have an argument. That is immature. Let's mature with that, you know. And you don't have to always agree at the end of the conversation or at the end of uh, the passionate argument or conflict. You can always agree to disagree. Say, okay, well, I'm going to respect how you feel and you're going to respect how I feel. And things will go a little bit more smooth. You may be mad, you know. You may be upset because of what they said. And, and the other person may be upset too, but at least you're learning to hear each other and going to bed mad. That is so true guys. I don't care how early your relationship is, how young it is or how uh, seasoned it is going to bed upset with your partner is not good. And you want to know why? Because you don't know what the next day will bring or if either one of you will even see the next day. With the uncertainty of life, especially now, with the uncertainty of life, you do not want to gamble the chance that you went to bed mad at your boo thing, at your baby, at your sweetheart, at your teddy bear, at your sugar plum, and and you don't get a chance to apologize or you don't get a chance to tell them I love you or you know your your evening uh, your last time with them was an argument. You don't want that. You don't want that on your conscience. And, you know, you don't want to have to live with that for the rest of your life. Something that uh, one other thing that you would have to heal from or overcome. So even though you may have a knockdown, drag out argument, because sometimes you just can't help it. Sometimes arguments are not going to be, uh, you, you won't be able to use uh, any type of conflict resolution to, to end an argument. Sometimes arguments are passionate. You're arguing. You both want to get your point across. You know, it's not going to be uh, textbook, you know, but even after those knockdown drag out arguments and and if even if he's gonna sleep on the couch or you gonna sleep on the couch or one of y'all go get in the bed one of the children or whatever or if you may go to the bed together reach over and say baby i'm sorry you know i'm I, i'm sorry for the things that i said i i you know i won't try to hurt you i just was trying to be heard 
I just was trying to be her and I love you and I'm sorry. I know you might not want to accept my apology right now, but I wanna I don't wanna to go to sleep with this on, on on my mind, on my conscience, in case something happens to one of us. I love you. Be the bigger man or woman to say I'm sorry, regardless of the outcome of the argument, even if it was a knockdown drag out, you know. Even if that person decided to leave the house and go to stay with uh, Tutu and watermelon and cantaloupe, you know, just to get out that, you know, you get away. Even if you had to call the police and the police said, listen, I'm not gonna lock you up tonight, but go take, get a few things and go to your mama house or go to your grandma house, go to your boy house, you know, go see Tyrone and let this cool down. Text, you don't have to call, text, I'm sorry. I don't want to go to bed angry. I'm sorry. Whoever's right or wrong, somebody be the bigger person and say, I'm sorry, because you do not know what the next day will bring. Okay, so let's get started. As much as arguing with your partner might suck, we know it does. Conflict is bound to arise in any relationship, especially long-term ones and new ones. No matter how strong and healthy your relationship is, or how much of a great fit you and your partner are, at some point, you're going to have disagreements, okay? Um, in fact, according to a survey conducted by Esure, couples argue an average of 2,455 times a year. If you think about it, you and your partner might argue way more often than that, or way less often. Things, after all, work differently every with every couple okay so however at the end of the day what matters most isn't how often you argue but the way you argue with your partner okay what follows is a four-step guide guys a four-step guide to argue in a better and healthier way with your partner in a way that will improve your communication and move your relationship forward rather than severely hurting it okay so we know you're gonna argue we all are going to argue and have disagreements with our partners, with our loved ones, you know. So these are four steps to argue healthy. Doesn't say you don't, that you won't argue. And it doesn't say that you can't argue or that you should not argue. They're just, these are just going to give you, this article is going to give you tips on how to argue healthy without like, you know, uh, demonizing one another and you know just never speaking again ever hit below the belt um emasculating your man and you you know totally obliviating your woman with the ugly words so these four steps are going to help us to learn how to argue healthier in a healthy manner all right number one this is going to be hard Already when I read it the first time, I was like, mm, in my mind. I was like, mm, because you know, everybody wants to what in an argument? Win, okay? So number one, stop trying to win. A great mistake many people do when they argue with their partner is to do and say whatever it takes in order to gain the upper hand to make their partner acknowledge the truth, to convince them to change their minds and to emotionally dominate over them. I will read step one again, because I had to read it over and over again myself, because I'm the type of person that 
um, in an argument or a conversation or disagreement or debate or whatever you call your, you know, your thing is that I want my points. I want to get my point across and I really, really, really am going to try to win you over to my side. Like I really, 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 really am. And I know a lot of people are like me, male and female. You really, 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 really <laughs> want your partner to be on your, to listen to you, to be on your side. So I had, I, I'm learning to stop wanting to win the conversation. So I'm going to read it again for all of us that are like me. Okay. Number one, stop trying to win. A great mistake many people do when they argue with their partner is to do and say whatever it takes in order to gain the upper hand, to make their partner acknowledge the truth, to convince them to change their minds and to emotionally dominate over them. Okay. As the team of School of Life explains in this article. Okay, I'm going to read this little insert. The great error we make is to assume that the way to fix an argument is to attempt to reach an objective truth that can, once it has been brought out into the open, neutralize the force of the fierce offense we feel. But there's an unfortunate and somewhat paradoxical side of arguments in relationships. It substantially doesn't matter what the truth is. It's by the by who has the stranger, who is by the by who has the stronger case. It's an irrelevance who can win. So it's irrelevant who can win. Like I just said, I'm going to make my case like, you know what I'm saying? When I, when I come to you, I took a public speaking class recently. So this is, this even intensifies my, <laughs> the way I'm, I'm, I'm going to debate with you about me being right is I'm going to and just not by reading this, I'm going to make sure I got my points, my examples and everything. I'm, I'm just not going to use <laughs> what I know, what I feel. I'm just not going to use what I feel. I'm going to come to you with some statistics <laughs> and everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's really not about what you're arguing about. This what this what Pastor just said. It's really not about what you're arguing about. It's, 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 it's irrelevant. What it is, is the, whoever the dominant person is in the argument wants to win. And if you both have that dominant type of personality where one of you are not going to back down, then it's on like Donkey Kong. You know what I'm saying? It, you both may be yelling at the top of your lungs. Or one of you may not be a yeller, but, but you're having a very passionate conversation. So, with that being said, effective listening like allow the person to say what they mean listen close your eyes sometimes sometimes i have to close my eyes and listen to the person that i'm especially a mate that i'm talking to i want to really hear them because i will take what they're saying and i'm going to incorporate it into my defense into my stance and I'm going to try to get them to see that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the same thing you're saying but different. 
because sometimes we do be saying the same things, but we just say it different. You know, we, it's a different delivery. Okay, so whoever the dominant person is in, a, in an argument normally is the one that wins. Somebody is gonna give in. It's a give, relationships are give and take, period. That's just bottom line on that. And to me, once you hear the person, um, you hear each other, you don't have to win all the time. Like that's, that's a good thing to take in life, period. Not just in your relationship. Um, on Wednesday, we were speaking about being humble being humble and, 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 and showing humility. And I asked Sean, uh, my co-host on Wednesdays, I said, how, how do you do it without showing weakness? And she said, with love, you do it with love. If you really love that person, even though you arguing and you're disagreeing and you want your way or he want his way or she want her way. And after you listen to their argument or whatever, come on now y'all. You don't have to always be right. I'm talking to myself too. You don't have to always be right. Show some humility. Be humble. Because sometimes even if you are right, even if you are right, you don't have to be right right then. Because sometimes you can allow the person to go on in their own way. And then once they see that they, you know, took the wrong path or that they were incorrect or that or, or that, that they were thinking would have yours would have been better then they'll come back to you and say i don't want to hear i told you so but you was right or dog i should have did it the way she told me to do it or dog i should have said he told me not to do it but i did it anyway you see what i'm saying so sometimes you don't have to always make it be i'm right i'm right i'm right i'm right just say okay i'll let you go you do it your way then i i and i and you know i hope things work out for you sometimes they do sometimes they don't so you don't always have to win you don't always have to be right in the argument you don't okay the thing is when it comes to differences of opinions views values there is no objective truth and no right or wrong you and your partner were raised in different families environments and by people who share different values which makes it natural for your opinions or various subjects to differ arguments shouldn't be transformed into power plays the point of an argument in relationships is for two people involved to listen listen and that who's that beyonce try to understand each other and work together in order to fix the situation that caused the argument and overall improve their communication okay so that power play, I told you, power play, that back, <clears throat> listen guys, it ain't all, you don't always have to be right, even if you are right, even if you are right. And people that gotta be right, gotta be right, gotta be right, you need to pull back some, show humility, be humble, show your partner some grace and some mercy. They could be totally, absolutely wrong, guys. Totally, absolutely wrong. You know it, you got factual evidence or experience or whatever to prove that they're totally wrong in their thoughts and their thinking. But just like the article said, you raised with two different homes, different backgrounds, different values. You think different, men, men think different from women. We, we agree on some things together, but you know, we bump heads on a lot of issues. So with that being said, allow the other person to express themselves, listen effectively, 
Weigh it out. Choose your battles to fight. Choose your, is this worth going to bed mad tonight or not getting none for the next two weeks or sleeping on the couch or got to go stay with JoJo or she going to call the police or whatever, da, 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 da. He talking ugly about you on Facebook. You talking ugly about him on Instagram and this, this, and that, knowing you're going to get back together in a couple of more days. Is it worth it? Just saying, I'm going to let her be right. I'm going to let him be right. I'm going to let this go. We'll continue this another time. Because sometimes, once you get it all out on the table and you argue or you fuss about it or you or you agree to disagree, when you come back, you be you grow more maturely um, to be able to handle the conversation because you're going to think about it while you sleep, you're going to think about it the next day while you at work, or you're going to think about it while you separated, while you're mad at each other. You know, you'll self-evaluate yourself. You'll be like, I was wrong. I shouldn't have said that such and such and such. That didn't have nothing to do with what we were talking about, that he left the toilet seat up and his drawers in the middle of the bathroom floor. That ain't had nothing to do with us taking a trip to Puerto Rico and I feel like we should take four bags and he said we should only take two and da 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 I'm just making up something. Or it don't make it didn't it didn't you had no business bringing up the sheep burn up the chicken and the macaroni cheese was dry and you told her you ain't like string beans anyway and she keep fixing string beans and it had nothing to do with the money you supposed to be saving the down payment to buy the house. That you want to go ahead on and, and, and take the money out of the 401k and get the, and go on and get the house. And she said, no, wait a minute. Let's wait to see what the economy going to be like. You bringing up, she bring up the chicken and have nothing to do with what you was fussing about. Another example. That's all. Okay. Number two, identify what hides behind your anger. And before I even read number two, let me get into this. And this is true. This is true for male and female. And I just brought a little bit of it up, up in the last example. Toilet seat up, drawers in the middle of the floor, burn up chicken, ain't got nothing to really do with how you feel. When we bring up those things to, to beat the person up, to to um, cast um, blame and to belittle the other person with their uh, with their things that are, you know, their flaws, that's not, that ain't really what you mad about. You ain't mad because he left that toilet seat up and drew drawers in the middle of the floor. You mad about something else. You ain't mad because she burnt the chicken up and she gave you them um, dry string beans and that macaroni and cheese that how they have no, no milk or cream or nothing. And it was just macaroni and cheese with a little bit of cheese in it. No season, salt, pepper, no, no nothing. You really upset with her about something else. So we nitpick and we throw each other's flaws at each other to hurt each other's feelings when we're trying to win. When we're trying to win in a conversation. When you have to remember, I always tell my married friends this, your partner is not your enemy. They are not your enemy. You have to remember that when you're arguing with your partner, when you were in a disagreement with your partner, when you're having a passionate conversation, you know, when you're at odds, remember your partner is your ace boom coon, your best friend, your confidant, who you could lean on, who you could depend on, your backbone, you ain't got nobody but them, you are not two, two anymore, you are one. You have left your home and married this partner or you have moved in together and you have decided that you're going to spend, you know, you're going to build a life together. That, that person is not your enemy. You have to remember that. Okay, so let's get to number two. Identify what hides behind your anger. Most often than not, most often than not, although we might not acknowledge it or even realize it, 
at the moment behind our arguments with our partners hide our either unmet needs or unresolved feelings. And that ain't no lie. Toilet seat and burnt up chicken ain't got nothing to do with what you're really feeling. You're just trying to hurt their feelings. You're just trying to belittle them. Excuse me. As psychologist Seth J. Gilliam explains in this article in Psychology Today, and I'm just going to read a little bit of the excerpt of it. We often think that events cause our feelings. For example, our partner treats us unkindly and we get angry. However, there's always a step between an event and our emotion. In my cognitive behavioral approach, I often emphasize the thought between an event and a feeling. My partner took four hours to reply to my text. She doesn't care about me. Distress and anger. We know how to, you ain't text me. You ain't text my text. You ain't, you ain't text me back. You didn't text me back. Oh my God, I can't believe. It ain't about that he didn't text you back or she didn't text you back. What you're feeling is uncared for and your feelings are not being met. You know what I'm saying? That person is not showing you the love that you want. But you're going to put it on the text and the toilet seat being up. And you're going to put it up on the burnt up chicken and the dried up macaroni cheese. And the text message. <laughs> and when it's not really. It's really about something else that you're feeling. Emotional. That you're not getting emotionally from that person. But you're going to nitpick the flaws. You know what I'm saying? We, we take the flaws and we nitpick the flaws instead of saying what we really feel is bothering us. And I don't know why we do that. And I think, it's, I think we do it because we love the person. We don't want to hurt the person's feeling. But yet, slang in the mud of the belittling and, and using other things to cover up what we really feel, it does end up hurting the other person. But we only human, guys. Don't feel bad. Listen, it ain't no, this is just a somebody's thoughts. What I tell you about opinions, people's opinions and other people's thoughts, including mine, these are just suggestions. Other people's opinions, statistics, statuses, and all that kind of stuff like that. Uh, um, when people um, go out and, and, and poll people, things like that. Th these are just other people's opinions. Please take the, this lesson and apply it to your life according to how you live your life. And, and some of the things I say may not work for you. And some of the things this article may suggest may not work for you so what you do is you take bits and pieces of information and whatever fits for you you make it take some out add some and make it work but everything somebody says is not bible every everybody's opinion is not uh the greatest gift of all you know what i'm saying it may work for some and it may not work for others so that's what i don't like about when gurus or or um these relationship especially the guys that do these for, for women. I don't like when we suck up, when we begin to worship them, everything that comes out of their mouths. Um, these got these guru love God gurus. I'm not gonna call no names. Y'all already know who I'm talking about. If you go to my YouTube channel, you'll hear me talk about it. Um, their opinion about what they feel about us as women or about love or high value and no value and all this kind of stuff like that. Because those are somebody's opinions. You know what I'm saying? So take, take these things that you hear from other people with a grain of salt. Apply it to your life if you can, if you can fit it in, if you can't, whatever. But it's always good to hear another person's opinion. It's always good to hear someone discussing something that you may be going through. Because like the article said, we all come from different backgrounds, social statuses, one parent homes, two parent homes, grandma raises foster care, raise your own self on the street, 
hustler, educated, whatever. We all come from different backgrounds, all different kinds of walks of life. Some young, some old, some millennial, general X, generation X, Z, Y, you know, whatever. We all mixed up hodgepodge together. So we can learn a little bit from everybody. The Bible says here a little bit, there a little bit. Line upon line, precept on precept. You just you just take what you can from everything that you learn, guys, and you be, and you can and you and you put it towards your life the best way that you can, the best way you can make it fit. And then you, as you gradually get older and wiser, you see yourself becoming whole. You see yourself becoming like a different person. Like, oh, I made a mistake there, but I won't do that no more. Okay, I'm off track. But anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. Okay, so opinion everybody everybody has an opinion and opinions are like you know the rest okay so in other words if you want to have better healthier arguments with your partner it would be wise to step back for a moment and do some self-reflection that can help you identify okay number one what hides behind your anger what you really mad about why you really mad with poopy why you really mad with susu why you really mad with her or him be honest with yourself. While you in the bathroom on the toilet, scrolling through Instagram and Snapchats and, and, and Facebooks and YouTube videos and all that, self-evaluate yourself, because that's what I do. Whenever I'm having an issue with someone, I don't care if it's brother, sister, mama, daddy, cousin, uncle, grandma, boyfriend, go to bed, da 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 whoever. Excuse me. I always evaluate myself first. Like, Rose, what you do? What part you played in it? You know you didn't have to say that. And you know you could have such, 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 such. Okay, always self-reflect first. That's like, that's like, that's like grown-up rule one-on-one. Like being grown-up. Like putting your big boy girl panties on. That's like one-on-one. Check yourself first. Who gonna check me, boo? You gonna check you. That's who gonna check you. Okay, number two. What you're truly asking from your partner behind the argument. Okay, what follow? Welcome back, listeners. I ran out of time. When I do my podcast on my laptop, it only lets me do 30 minutes at a time. When I do it on my phone, I could do straight through. But I like doing it on my laptop better. So we're going to pick up right where we left off at. And I need to start watching the time. I need to get a timer. But it was getting so good, I just got so caught up. Okay, so, okay, so I, I was left off at number two. What you're truly asking from your partner behind an argument what follows is sharing your feelings with your partner okay so really truly find out what you're mad about like we said it ain't really about those daggers that you're throwing at the person you really want to get to the, the bottom of you know what's going on okay so step three share your true needs feelings with your partner at first it might sound scary to be completely honest with your significant other and share with them your inner thoughts uh, deepest fears and unmet needs. It may be scary at first. However, you need to remember that without doing so, conflict and negative feelings will keep arising between you and your partner. You'll both start struggling in your relationship and later will begin to, uh, it will later to deteriorate and, and you'll have these blow ups. If you, I'm gonna say nothing. Cause I don't want no argument. I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing. And you keep sweeping it under the rug. My ex-husband, uh, 
still love him to death. We are great friends now. Now, you know, because we're mature. He is a sweeper under the rugger. <laughs> he don't want to talk. He don't, he don't like to talk about um, issues. I don't care what they are. Whether it was dealing with the children or what. He's a sweeper under the rugger. And then when we get in an argument, it, it, everything explodes and comes out at one time. And your face is like, I didn't even know you was feeling, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know you was feeling that you've been carrying this all this time. And see, I'm a talker. I analyze stuff. I actually overanalyze things. And I'm a talker and I like to talk things out. I'm a cancer. I'm an empath. You know, I feel other people's feelings. I read people's body language. You know, I, um, it's not like I got this telepathy or nothing. It's like this discernment that I have, you know, that I've learned through the years. I didn't always have it. You know, I used to be green as a, a, a Granny Smith apple. But as I got to know myself and as I began to mature and, you know, I, I, I can I can read people's emotions. So I like to go ahead and talk about my stuff. I don't like to sweep my stuff under the, under the rug. I don't, and I, and I pick my time to talk to, um, my partner about things that I want to talk about, which is uh, when we're having a very good evening, watching TV and stuff like that, and we kick, 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 and throwing popcorn at each other, and goo, 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 and I don't cook something real, real good, or we snacking on pizza, or whatever we don't order when I ain't got to cook, I feel real good when I got to cook. And, uh, <laughs> and we having a good time, like, ease my little stuff in there. Or after sex, you know, those, um, in, in Delphorn, what is that called, the, those, uh, those that certain um, endorphins that's flowing through the air in your body after sex, and you and you feel a sense of closeness to your partner. Pillow talk, pillow talk is everything, guys. You can utilize pillow talk. You rub in his chest, and you're like, "Hey, you mean such a such a such a such a such a? Can you so 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 so?" Because I always get, "Babe, you gonna cook me breakfast in the morning?" Now you know I can't say no after the night that we don't have. You know after the time that we don't have. You know, yes, babe, I'm a cookie. You ain't gonna get up. Yes, I am. You know, so um, my sister always says timing is everything when you are um, having the discussion. So make sure, don't pick a heated time. He just got out work. He sweat, he hot, especially if you work outdoors and it's hot. He just got outdoors, it's hot. Or he been out washing the car, sweeping the yard, or cutting the grass. I ain't gonna talk about that. You don't want to hear that. She just got off work. She just finished changing the baby and frying chicken and hanging out clothes and folding up two, three loads of clothes and all that. She tired. She don't want to talk about. She don't want to talk about it during that time. Pick a time when the person is relaxed. Their mind is kind of clear. Timing is everything. Okay. So. Um. So I, we would go over it again. Part three. Share your true feelings with your partner. At first, it might sound scary to be completely honest with your significant other and share with them inner thoughts, deepest fears, and unmet needs. However, you need to remember that without doing so, conflict and negative feelings will keep arising between you and your partner. You'll both start struggling in your relationship and the latter will begin to deteriorate, okay? Now, let's say, for example, that you got into an argument with your partner about how often they've been going out with their friends lately. You might say things like, you keep leaving all the household chores for me to do, to take out, you want me to take out the trash, all this laundry, the twins, you know the twins make a lot of clothes, you could at least help me fold the clothes, 
oh my god you couldn't listen to help me wash the dishes or clean the house up you might say things like you keep leaving all the household chores to me or you need to spend your free time more wisely or even i think your friends are a terrible influence on you mm-hmm. but saying these things you might come off as overly jealous and controlling when in reality you're actually afraid that your partner's recent change of behavior means that they are getting bored with you. In fact, what you really need to say is, you going out with your friends all the time make me feel unseen. I might be wrong, but I'm afraid that your feelings towards me have changed and that you're not interested in me anymore. And now let me say it in a dude's voice, because it could be a dude saying, you know, you always going out with your friends all the time. Make me feel like you don't even see me. I might be wrong, but you know, I'm feeling like you, you change your way about me. You ain't interested in me no more, babe. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if your partner give you uh, the reassurance and the sense of security you crave, you wouldn't care so much about how often they go out with their friends and no arguments about the subject would arise. Because remember in last episode, um, now that you're in love, what do you do now? Don't become suspicious of your partner if there's no reason to. Like checking your, you know, checking their social media and things like that. Now, now if it's reason, we all know what signs of cheating is. I'm not talking about that. But say in an instance like this, all there, all she or he is doing is going and hanging out with their friends, and they staying gone too long. Or when you come home, you got a house full of women. Or when you come home, you got a house with a guy sitting around smoking weed, playing a game. Or you know, they could be having a conversation. Don't have to, smoke weed, but you know, um, playing cards or uh, playing a game or. Um, building model cars or airplanes or whatever playing with the um what's those things those drones that they be doing you know a lot of stuff that guys get together and do so um and you come home and he's always with his friends and you begin to feel like oh my god he don't even see me no more i'm, I'm not attractive to him i must not you don't have to even be nothing about another female so what i'm trying to say is sometimes your mate is not doesn't have nothing to do with nobody else like far as being uh, cheating on you or anything. It's just that they're they they still keeping their individuality in the relationship. And that's what the um the articles meant last week was keep your individuality because it what's wrong with your mate having girlfriends or guy friends or going out? That they may need to uh, adjust the time and amount that they go out with their friends. But you do want them to keep their individuality and you do want them to, you know, to remain where they can be without you and you're not morphed at the hips together. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so if you think if you if if you think about it, um, that is the reason why that you you're making the argument. It ain't nothing wrong with their friends. You know, sometimes you got a couple of buttholes and you got a couple of girlfriends that maybe um you could question their behaviors and stuff. But all in all, people are all not bad. So really, really remember to feel what you're really arguing with your partner about. Don't throw the daggers. Don't make it up. Don't put it on the friends and all that. All that. Say, look, I'm, am I still attractive to you? What's wrong? I'm, you, why you say that, babe? You always with JoJo down and you don't never have to spend no time with me. Babe, you, what's going on with you? You don't love me no more. Why you say that? Cause you always with Susu them. Every time I come, you got a house full of cackling hens. You know, da da da, whatever. Okay, so you know 
He ain't telling you that you can't do it. You just need to adjust your time and you need to make sure you stay focused on your mates now. Make sure you show your mate the proper attention and give them and reassure them and validate their issues. I mean, validate their feelings and listen to what they're saying. Because those types of things is the things that lead to infidelity. When, when, when those things go unnoticed over and 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 you don't do nothing about it and you're not hearing your partner saying, honey, you're spending too much time with Jojo them or honey, you're spending too much time with Susu them every time I come home, you get a hospital women or a hospital dudes and not listening to your partner. Those are the things that leads to infidelity. Not, uh, you know. Okay, so number four. Apologies. Excuse me. Apologize sincerely and effectively. And we talked about that earlier. Don't go to bed mad. For some people, apologizing comes easier than it does for others. And that's so true. If you think about it, even when we were kids, some of us were forced by our parents, and I was one of them, to apologize whenever we did something wrong and didn't like it. While others apologized out of th their own will and it felt better for doing so. One thing for sure and two things for certain. They, I put the two things for certain. They said the one thing for sure. <laughs> one thing for sure and two things for certain. If you want a healthy, long-lasting relationship, you need to learn to apologize sincerely and effectively after an argument with your partner, provided you did or said something wrong. And sometimes you can say it even if you did or didn't say something wrong. You know what I'm saying? It, hum, being humble and showing humility is showing love. You don't always have to be what? Right. Even if you are right. I don't agree with this part about even if you only, only do it if you did or said something wrong. Sometimes just being a part of that altercation, even though you may be right, still say, babe, I'm sorry if I made you feel a certain kind of way or if I, did, I wasn't listening to you. Because you may not just said anything wrong in the argument. But you can apologize. Apologize first. It ain't going to kill you. You ain't going to die. Remember, your partner is not your enemy. All right? By apologizing sincerely to your significant other, you show them that, one, you are mature enough to acknowledge your mistakes. Two, you are capable of taking responsibility for your actions. Three, you care about and validate their feelings. And validation is very important. I was in a relationship, I had to find my right words, <laughs> with someone that never validated me or they gave me very little validation. And I'm gonna use an example. I sent the person a picture of me. Y'all, the picture was the bomb, okay? Filtered and everything. I know the picture look good. No, I wouldn't have sent it because I don't see no ugly pictures, okay? Do you know he would not say nothing about the picture, y'all? I'm, I'm talking about hours went by. We, we texting and talking and hours and hours went by and he would not say nothing about it. So finally I broke down and I said, anything else you want to say? He knew I, I wanted him to say something about the photo. Now when he sent me photos of himself, because he is fine. <laughs> when he sent me photos of himself, I'm always like, oh, you look good. You cute. Or, babe, you look good. I like that. Da, 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 da. Always giving him compliments. Or when he sends me pictures of whatever he's doing, you know, he could be doing something. I was like, oh my God, I, I'd be interested. I validate him. 
you know, uh-uh, he did not. So do you know when I said something to him about um, him not making a response to me, you know, giving me any feedback about my picture? Do you know he told me that I shouldn't seek um, responses for things that I do with him, that if I send it, I send it, and that's all I should want? I shouldn't want him to say anything back to me. And that hurt my feelings so bad. Now, what was the deeper root to that? Why he didn't want to validate me? Because the picture looked at nice and he felt insecure. That was the later conversation. The picture looked nice. I felt insecure. I didn't want to say that you look good. I didn't want to say that you look nice in the picture. I didn't want to. Because anyway, I didn't go go there. That's another topic. Okay, so however, you need to apologize not only sincerely, but effectively as well. In a way that makes it clear for your partner that you indeed feel sorry for your mistakes and will do your best not to repeat them. For example, instead of saying something along the lines of, I don't agree with you, I don't understand you, but I apologize anyway, try to say this instead. I'm sorry for hurting your feelings by my actions. You're important to me, and I'll try my best not to make you feel this way again. I'm going to say it one more time. However, you need to apologize, not only sincerely, but effectively as well, in a way that makes it clear for your partner that you indeed feel sorry for your mistakes, and you will do your best not to repeat them. For example, instead of saying along the lines of, I don't agree with you, I don't understand you, but I apologize anyway, try to say instead I'm sorry for hurting your feelings for my act and or for my actions you're important to me and I'll try my best not to make you feel this way again remember sometimes just the act of saying something isn't enough what matters most is how you say it and this is the final thoughts and then we're gonna get out of here let me check my time because we run out of time I talk a lot okay she talk a lot okay she's doing good Mm-hmm. talking about myself in the third person <laughs> okay final thoughts throughout the years I've heard many people complaining about how often they were arguing with their partners and wondering whether they would be able to improve their relationship if they found a way to prevent arguments from happening okay the truth is there's no way to avoid conflict arguments or disagreements in a relationship there's no way to get around it guys like it's no it's no magic button or y'all to y'all to bomb together and you're the perfect couple there's no such thing you know what i'm saying there's, it's just inevitable you're gonna argue you're gonna have disagreements you're gonna have conflict they are actually a natural part of any relationship it's natural in fact even the happiest couples argue the trick here isn't just to minimize your arguments but rather to learn how to argue in a better healthier way and that's what some of these um these four tips were giving you didn't say you couldn't argue didn't say you shouldn't argue didn't say you know you should never argue or you ain't gonna argue it says you will argue you will have conflict you will have disagreements you're gonna have blowouts knock down drag drag outs call the police gotta go stay with tyrone your mom and all that Throw your clothes out the door and tennis shoes and all that. You're going to have arguments at the cookout, somebody else's house. All depends on what type of temperament you and your partner has. What type of relationship you have. 
we gonna argue y'all we gonna fuss we gonna have disagreements but as we mature and we learn how to argue in a more healthier way we'll learn not to hurt each other's feelings we'll learn how to say what we really mean instead of nitpicking and throwing daggers so remember let's go back over the four one more time and then we're gonna close it on out <laughs> um Number one, stop trying to win. You don't always have to be right, y'all, even if you is right. Even if you is right, y'all. Sometimes you have to take a stance and stand on what you mean. It all depends on what the topic is, you know. Choose your battles, okay? Choose your battles wisely. Number two, identify what hides behind your anger. Talk about what you're really mad about. It ain't the toilet seat and it ain't the burnt up chicken, remember? And, uh, and nasty macaroni and cheese. Talk about what you really angry about with the person. Number three, share your true needs and feelings with them. Why, you know, after you tell them what you're really angry about, then tell them how you really feel. You don't spend enough time with me. You always with your friends. I don't think you like me no more. Am I not attractive? You know, why you don't ever take me around your family? Da, 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 da. You don't ever take me nowhere. You don't ever provide me anything. You don't ever validate me. I don't, I've, been, I've been going to school at nights. And whatever, and I tell you, show you my tests and stuff. I'm doing good, and you don't never say, "I'm proud of you, babe," or "Honey, I'm proud of you." Those types of things. Share your true needs and feelings with your partner. Tell them what you really need. Listen, we think men and women too. It goes for both sex. We we listen. We're not mind readers. We can't read your mind. We don't know that you won't. Da, 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 da. You got to tell us. Some things is naturally read. read, read. You know, some things about men and women are universal, but we're all individuals. And you got to ask. Listen, I'm the type of person that I ain't trying to get these vulgar or anything, but you know, after sexual intercourse or something, I like to wash my sheets. Do you know that my mate felt a certain kind of way because he thought I was saying that he was nasty or something because I washed the sheets after we would have relations he, he and i had to tell him no you know i, I said I, I try to keep the sheets clean it's because that's our body fluids we shed skin cells at night and they said that's how you get mites and bed bugs and stuff like that when you don't wash your sheets regularly and he was like oh i thought you was saying it was towards me or whatever and i was like no now how would i have not known that if we didn't have a conversation you know i'm talking about stuff like that y'all that you think that's frivolous causes conflict in a relationship i'm telling you sit down and talk to your mate put that remote control down to that tv and that game controller to that ps4 or five out they got fives out now and talk to your mate not about jojo susu kukukla friend and all and all the other stuff going on the porch to somebody's husband and kwame brown and joe budden and them fuss and not that Talk about you and him and her and you. And find out how each other's feelings because little bitty things like that causes conflict and um, misunderstanding and animosity and stuff. That's a small thing, isn't it? Just because I was washing the sheets. To me, I was being clean. To him, I was throwing off on him. Girl, bye. I wasn't thinking, I was thinking about I don't want no bed bugs. You know, that was the only time the bed bugs was real bad. Girl, okay. Anyway, number three, again, share your true needs and feelings with your partner. 
And number four, apologize sincerely and effectively. Really apologize. Don't say, I'm going to say I'm sorry this time. Da, da, da. Uh-uh. Babe, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for, if I'm, you know, for making you, not if. It's hard to say not to say if. Okay, so you got to practice that so they ain't going to come over. Uh, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. Or I'm sorry for yelling. Or I'm sorry for not listening to you. Next time we have this conversation, we're going to table it for now. But the next time we have this conversation, let's promise to listen to each other. You go first and then I'll go. And we promise not to interrupt each other. Things like that. And you ain't got to go tell Kukla uh, uh, Fran and Ollie. And he ain't got to go tell Tyrone and uh, Bobo and them. Y'all keep y'all personal stuff to yourself. You don't have to tell nobody how you uh, resolve your conflict. So he won't be embarrassed. Don't emasculate your man. And men, don't um, degrade your women in the street to your friends. Because the whole time you saying it, they want them. And the whole time you talking about he don't do this and he do that, they want him. They gonna want they want him. So stop telling your business. You can tell. You can share through things. Don't go. Don't go into detail about your relationships to a lot of your friends. Have you a couple of one or two confidants, and that's it. Don't degrade your woman to your friends, and don't emasculate your man to your girlfriends. Don't do that. And nobody has to know he cried in your arms about being sorry for such and such and such and such. You ain't got to go tell him red and all them. That's not, that's emasculating to him. That's not good. And you don't have to go tell, man, she she, she gave me a special treat, man, because she knows she been wrong. You ain't got to go tell that. Don't talk in your bedroom or none of your woman's or man's clothes. No way. I don't care if y'all make don't know. Okay? Now listen, this was good. Now we're going to finish love on out. I'm going to do some more loves because love is, listen, we forever learning about love. You can't never learn enough about love. It ain't enough books on it. It ain't enough people out here talking about it. It ain't enough gurus. It ain't enough me's and it ain't enough views to talk about love. You know why? Because love don't have no boundaries. You can't put love in the book, y'all. It ain't no magic potion to love. Love does what it wants to. It flows freely from breast to breast, however it want to. Wherever love finds you, it's going to find you. You're going to find love in the strangest, oddest place from the strangest, oddest people. I'm telling you, for those of you that are looking for love, don't, don't, do not give up. Do not give up. You, you are going to find love in the strangest oddest place be open be ready be prepared my daddy told me and my sister uh one day he said love will find you when you are ready you got to be ready for love you got to be ready for it to find you so that's what i'm doing now guys i'm i'm, I'm cleaning myself up i'm doing this self journey self-awareness i'm pulling back the layers on myself i'm trying to be i'm trying to attract more positivity so i'm trying to give out positivity I'm trying to um, uh, reveal the things about myself that's not good. And I'm trying to uplift the things about myself that are great, you know, because everybody's not perfect. I got some stuff that's not good about myself. And, and, and that's what we need to realize, you know, that we all are not perfect. So I'm telling you, um, thank you for going on this journey with me. And, and, and every morning, remember to say your affirmations to yourself in the mirror, male or female. You know, whatever your affirmations can be, I'm great, I'm beautiful, I'm smart, I'm going to start this business, or whatever it is that you have to say. If you have a spiritual life, pray, 
ask the Lord to lead you and guide you, whatever your spiritual deity is, you know, seek the face of wisdom to find out, you know, so it could guide you and tell you what your life was meant for you in your life. And if you're in love and you're already in relationships, be kind to your partner. Say, I'm sorry. Listen, talk to your partner because nothing is promised. Tomorrow is not promised. We don't know when we're going away from here and you don't want to be sitting around. Oh my God, we argued and I didn't say I was sorry. I had plenty of time to do it. I could have put my arms around him or her in the bed that night and said I was sorry, but I was being so mean and I was being so stubborn. Y'all, you can see the signs of the times. You can see something is going on different. You can see things are not sacred anymore. And you know, things are just so different. People so mean, they fly off the handle, they're killing and shooting. Oh, it's just horrible. If you got already in a relationship and you got somebody that loves you and got your back, you better hold on tight. I ain't gonna start crying. You better hold on tight to the one that you got the one that you love, the one that you know you got your back, they got your back and you got theirs. If you looking for love, if you out there still searching, uh, fix yourself by you searching. Inside and out if you have to. I don't, you know, sometimes sometimes it's just the outside appearance you may need to fix or sometimes you need to work on the outside. I need to work on the inside out. I could buy some pretty clothes and some wigs and some weave and some fingernails and stuff and some pockets of fake Michael Kors pocketbooks and record bags and stuff because I'm buying mine's fake because I just put it on this stuff. Okay, I'm buying mine's, um, black market okay but i i needed to fix my inside because i i was i've been hurt and i wanted to heal my hurt first that i won't take no baggage into my next relationship i want to be fully as as well grounded and as well rounded as a as a woman that i could be to in my next relationship so that's how come i'm on this journey y'all i ain't playing no games i'm over there on youtube trying to stop with the big dog spilling the tea and i'm over here with y'all you know letting you know what's really going on in my life you feel me and we all can do it. It's never too late. So I appreciate y'all tuning in. If there's anything you want me to discuss, hit me in my email, justforrose66.hotmail.com. I talk about whatever y'all want to. It ain't no topic I want to talk about. Sex, love, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay, so I don't know what we're going to talk about next um, uh, Monday, but it will be love. And I love you all. Everything will be in the description box, this article, and my contact information. And good night to some, good morning, and good afternoon to others. Smooches, good night.